Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Footballer Season 2, Episode 43. This week, we have Team of the Season Bundesliga, Showdown SBC's flashbacks, and after that, we let the footballers' community voices be heard as we read hot takes and community questions, and we had quite a few to get to this week. And there is a ton of content coming out each and every day throughout Team of the Season, and if you want to stay up to date with all of it, just do what I do. Go to fifauteam.com or simply click the link in the show notes below. Everything you need to follow content is right there at your fingertips, fifauteam.com. As always, I want to thank the footballers, sponsors, and supporters. Thank you for everything you guys do. Keeping the show going, supporting us means a lot to us. We really appreciate it. If you are not in the Discord, do yourself a favor and do that by clicking the link in the show notes and join the free Footballers Community Discord. We've got everything you need in there. Great community, trading, gameplay, tactics, everything, you name it. Squad building, player reviews, it's all in there. Enough of this. Let's get into the show. Welcome back to Footballers, Paul, Mets. I'm glad we can all three make it this week. Had a close call. Took a trip and fell and busted my head open and went to the ER and got staples put in my head. But we're good. We move. We're going to go back on and, and sweat out weekend league with, with a bandage on the back of the head. So, Mets, how are you doing this week? I'm doing okay. A lot better than you by the sounds of it. But you are our own Terry Butcher, which might not mean too much to you. But uh, rolling it back to 1990, bug soaked shirt, big bandage around the head. No stopping that guy. No stopping you. As you say, we move. Bundesliga Tots, interesting week. I haven't played Weekend League yet because real life shit's getting in the way, but I intend to play a bit tomorrow and put a few Bundesliga Tots to the test. So I'll have something to talk about there next week, but uh, so far so good. Yep. Team of the Season Bundesliga is here, as we alluded to last week. Paul, I'm sure you're excited. Have you got Jude Bellingham in the squad yet? Not yet, no. I, um, I nearly bought him on Saturday morning. But didn't. I used Gravenberch this weekend instead. I thought I'll just mm. use him for a bit. Um, hope Bellingham drops a little bit more and I'll buy Bellingham and, and change him out, which which was a good choice. Gravenberch is very, very good. Yeah, looks really good. Several of these cards look really good. Uh, although I was expecting a little bit better from Nkunku. I figured all the special cards he had this year, I thought they might have given him a little bit more love, but you kind of see that trend with the ratings on all the team of the season cards so far, even the the top end cards are not as high as you would expect them to be because I'm assuming we're going to have more promos quick, fast, and in a hurry after team of the season's over. Mets, I know you've been busy with life stuff and everything else. You haven't got a chance to play weekend league, but have you got a chance to at least browse and see, kind of strategize what you're going to do this weekend? Yeah, so I, I actually put in a little bit of grind this weekend, just couldn't commit to, to weekend league on your usual sort of Saturday, Sunday pattern, but played a lot of squad battles to get tokens, played rivals, played uh, the new gauntlet mode for for Bundesliga. So I have been putting a few um, players to the test. Um, I think there's a lot of good value in Bundesliga. Unfortunately, I've not been able to try in Cuckoo or Bellingham. You know, those elite cards that we'd all like to get. But there's, there's plenty to get excited about 
pretty much every price range. And I've got personal experience of playing with um, a Dest that came out as a uh, an SBC a couple of days ago, or was it a, an objective? I can't remember where I got that one. And he's pretty good. Um, I did the most recent player of the month in Cuckoo to fit into the team, and he's really good. So I can only imagine what the uh, the Tots version is going to be like. But that's such a nice card. Um, just seems to hit, like almost move in the matrix. It's just a great dribbler, great on the ball player, just able to go around players like they're not there. There's something a little bit special about that card. Mm-hmm. And then you've got really high speed, low value in terms of coins, fullbacks and Frimpong and Raum, who are both excellent. Uh, and Kostic as well, which is one I think that's going to go under the radar because he's quite a big card in terms of stature in the game which would slow down a wide player a lot but you could play them in midfield easy given the well-roundedness of the stats you put a shadow on him he becomes an excellent win back or midfielder and that one's going to link to some really good Serbia cards that are forthcoming in Serie A like Vlahovic and Milinkovic Savic being Serbian so for 30k highly recommend you pick one of those up use it off the bench at the time being a bit it might slot into some sort of themed team where you do a Bundesliga Serie A hybrid, maybe, I don't know, whatever your choice is. But I think it's a really good team. Um, the cards are pitched at every level. So for people who are just going to get those low value um, player picks, there's decent ones there, ones you can buy cheap. And then there's those super elite cards that you can really set your stall out for and go for. Uh, I think it's a lot better than BPL personally. It's a bold statement, better than Premier League, but I do I do like it a lot. And it's... it's um you know, I'm saying it's a bold statement. I probably agree. There's some really good cards in here. And like you said, Matt, there's some real good value. Diaby at like 120k. French right mid. Right mid's always a, a position that we sort of we sort of struggle for. Um, Davis, who I've used this weekend, who's been really, really good. I swapped him out for Marcelo. Um, I've been using him this weekend. It was who has been great, who probably be brilliant as a, a centre-mid, but I'm, I'm overrun with, with centre-mids at the moment. And then the big boys in Cuckoo, Bellingham, um, yeah, they're, they're both going to be good cards. I was hoping that in Cuckoo we're going to get a work rate change and give him some high attacking or high defending work rate, but they've they've not done that. Endicker? I think that's how you pronounce his name. I don't know, but he he looks really good value. French. I think a lot of these French ones will arise out of pack just because everybody's got a French card or two that they link. Yeah. Um, I did pack Harland and Wurtz uh, Reds from this weekend league. Nice. Um, And amazing luck again with the Reds. And I used them in the, the Bundes Cup and both were very, very good. I was extra surprised how good Harland was. Uh, I've not really used any Harland cards very much, but yeah, just just a bit of a bully. Gets the ball, gives centre-backs out of the way, and then blasts it in with his left foot. It weren't seem very good. Mm. Um, but tonight we got um, Saudi League, which... I was super hyped about because we're getting Anderson Taliska. They've messed with him. They've given five star skill moves, and I'm not a fan. I prefer four star skill moves. I've talked about before the um, modified heel to heel, and with five star skillers, it does some long ass drawn out look away thing. So I'm a bit disappointed about that because I really, really wanted to use it. I'll still use it. I just won't be as as good with it. But yeah, I love Anderson Tilliska. What a boy. Was that a high promotion reference you just did there? No. Maybe I did. I didn't even notice. You, you said long, drawn out animation style. I, just, I didn't know if yeah, that was Yeah, that's, a, um, a, that's a Hypermotion's, Hypermotion's tagline. Long, drawn out. Corporate shill. <laughs> Sounds fucking great though. Yeah. Um yeah, I wanted to talk about that Taliska card because I feel like that's one that I think a lot of people are looking forward to using because 
I mean, that one to watch card was really popular at the beginning of the season and it stayed popular throughout the year as he kept getting informs. Um, I'd like to use it. He's a big card, you know, or a big guy up top. You know, he's strong. He's nimble with the five-star skills. If you're a skiller, you might really like that because he seems to be one of those taller players that feels pretty good on the ball, unlike some of your other, other players. Um, one thing I do want to talk about is this flashback Sewell SPC we got on launch day. Um, I don't know. A few people brought it to my attention, and I didn't even notice it at first because it kind of blended in with the other cards. But he just got a showdown not too long ago and got an upgrade. And then they come back and give him a flashback. Is this just a, as simple as we just needed a, a Bayern Munich card to put in here? Let's just grab the most popular one that's not already in team of the season. Pretty much. I think, I think exactly that. Um, it looks, judging by the selection that they struggled to get, Centre backs that don't already have a lot of special cards already. Um, they've they've done stuff of Schlotter back throughout the season, and Dicker I think had a, a good uh, future stars. I want to call it, but it might have been something else. Um, so yeah, Bayern needs representation. They probably needed a centre back that just wasn't a pace whore. Uh, Sula is just an absolute beast in terms of like size and presence. Um, I did do that one use it in a few games and noticed immediately his dominance at corners, both defensively and offensively, is next level, presumably because not only does he have the strength, the height, the jumping and all that good stuff, which a lot of cards do at this stage of the game, he is very heavy. Like he will just, people bounce off him in midair. He dominates so, so much. You know, the early card is going to stand a chance against him as you Van Dyke stroke Diaz, as it currently stands, anything below that's just going to get barged out of the way. So there's a massive goal threat in there and, of course, adds a lot of defensive stability from from set pieces and whatnot as well. So a really good card. But as we've talked about in a few of the team of the seasons we've seen so far, there's a lot of repetition. Sewell is one of those ones that sort of seems to get in a lot and has had special cards the last couple of years. There's no big surprises like when we got that LaCroix a couple of years ago and nobody knows who he was and it was just like, oh my God, this guy's got like 95 pace or whatever it was. Um, So team of the season so far hasn't thrown up too many wild cards. um, But better the devil you know, that kind of thing. And and Sula is is very effective. Yeah, I was just having a look over the Bundesliga team of the season and it's... uh just at the prices, you know, Davies is at 260, Lewandowski, sorry, Lewandowski, he's at 570, Hallen's at 370, and then there's Bellingham at 3.28 million. Yeah, and then Cuckoo's extinct still two days later. Yeah, I wonder why they, they left his price range so low. I mean, for a 96 French card with those stats, I figured they would have bumped it up sooner, but... I feel like this happens all the time. A car will go extinct. And Paul, maybe you can explain this. Is it, And it might just be the, the sudden rush of supply that comes on. But when they finally do increase the price range, it seems to be like the car just goes below where it was before. Is that just everybody rushing in and trying to you know make a quick profit? Yeah, I think a lot of the time when cars go extinct, people think I'm going to buy one, I'm going to buy one. Um, you know, And then yeah. when it gets an upgrade... I will upgrade it, but the longer that card is extinct for, the more people have got these cards, and when it becomes available on the market, if they give them a price range update, or they just hold out, there'll be a, a rush of supply, and it'll drop down. It may go back up again. That's that's something that I've done quite often when we get a mad supply um, or a price range update. Um, the card starts to drop. You get loads of supply, it's sometimes a good time to buy then, as they'll often rebound as the um, the demand outweighs the supply. But um, it, it seems more and more they are leaving cards just to sort of, just waiting for the supply to catch up rather than update price ranges, it seems. You know, we've had a few that have, have waited till the sort of Sunday, Monday before they've had a, a price range update. And even then, um, some of them have, have dropped naturally before that. And I think this one will. I think this is a card that there's a lot of hype about right now, but I don't think it's a 1.5 mil card. I could be wrong. I could be way wrong, but I just don't think um, 
Yeah, you don't you don't think this this can't last? I wouldn't I wouldn't think. No, no, I don't I don't think so. Especially once League uh, comes out, and we get even more French midfielders with juice stats. He's going to be somewhat redundant. Still great looking card, but he's going to be somewhat redundant after that. Um, Can we go back to Sule? Um, Sule. That card is showdown. Whenever I play that card, he is an absolute pain in my ass. It just seems so dominant. So I'm I'm dreading coming up against this one. Uh, I think I will do it myself this week if I do some upgrades and get some duplicates. I'll I'll put them into him. But that card is going to be so annoying now. But there's so many defenders that are that are, that are annoying now. Everybody seems to have a Van Dyke or a, a Diaz. Um, that Premier League team of the season. It seems everybody's got four or five of those cards in, yeah. in the in the club. It's pretty now. much cancelled anything that came before it. Now it's hard to play any competitive mode without having a lot of icons and team of the season cards. You, you're really suffering if you're trying to like hold out now to league earn or Serie A, mm. which is what I was trying to do. But I just can't, yeah. and I'm determined not to get my money trapped in BPL because it's falling all the time. So I did pick up a few Bundesliga players, as I said at the beginning. But uh, I'm not saying it's it's a shame I'm the odd one out. Most people are probably happy playing with Premier League players. Yeah. Um, I just didn't want to. So trying to make my old team last was you know, hiding to nothing. Like qualifying for weekend league and playing rivals was so difficult this week without you know bringing your team up to speed. It's just very hard. It, yeah, that's reflected in the price of the, the other uh, special cards as well. Aren't they? A lot of them now have just dropped because people have gone out and packed Prem Team of the Season or bought Prem Team of the Season so and, and they did get really cheap. So, you know, if you've got a, a Premier League centre mid that might have been two or three hundred K before before uh Team of the Season came out and now you've got Bruno or Bernardo who are, are below that, you're gonna you're gonna sell up and go get the, the new cards. It's been a can I just say they were so freaking hard to pack these cards I spent so many coins on upgrades and I packed Virgil numerous times because I already had him um, and I got Diaz in the end but man that was yeah. not good value yeah we uh, we put Footballers FC completely in the mud this last week um I sent you guys a screenshot. At one point, I had 86 players in my club. Eight, six. <laughs> I haven't been sub three digit on the player count all year long. Um, I think I probably recycled through, I don't know how many I lost count, but I started with like 1,500 players. Uh, I didn't use any coins because it was blatantly obvious that these things weren't paying out, but I used all my cards anyway. Um, packed a duplicate Allison and Declan Rice. And that was it from those. And then I opened the icon swap pack, the 25 times uh, 82 plus, And I got two off league team of the seasons, another Allison and a Trent in that pack. So that one really paid out for one icon swap. Really excited about that one. Actually maybe want to go do some more icon swaps. So there's that. Um, tell me about the weekend league and the qualification fiasco that it really confused the shit out of me because they gave the weekend league points to those who, well, let me give you some, some pretext. They ended the weekend league early last weekend, as most people realize. And to compensate, they gave you automatic qualification, not for this one, but the next one. Is that correct, Paul? Yeah. They give automatic, they give people 1500 uh, points, but for next weekend, so if you were, you know, if you'd not already grinded this week, most people probably will have done the, they'll have got the, the points up this week just, just in case. Uh, but I just think it's a bit of a, a weird compensation and they are in a bit of a rock and a hard place. What do you get? What do you give to people? Uh, because the, the finished weekend league early, you can't just go around giving everybody, you know, a team of the season pack and two no. red player picks. Because some people might not have even played two games, you know. I don't think it would be too much to ask if they would just give you your qualification points back. Like, yeah, give so, them know, back immediately. Refund you. 
immediately. Yeah. Don't make me miss out, potentially miss out on Bundesliga because of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because people have jobs, they have lives. They they said, well, I was going to play weekend league and I wouldn't need to sit here and grind rivals and get my points back up and go through my playoffs again. And, you know, and I'm, I'm splitting hairs here, but I, I just don't understand. There's obviously a reason why they didn't do it sooner. Just uh, more confirmation of the inefficiency of that that incompetent foot team, in my opinion, on, on some aspects. But uh, I don't know, Mets, what did you think about it? Non-issue? For me, it was a non-issue. Um, most people don't tend, I would have thought, to, to require that extra sort of period of grace that they were given for weekend leave. You know, they're going to work, going to school on a Monday, whatever. So the people it really benefits are probably very low and most people tend to get their campaigns done as early and as quick as possible. So I would have just apologised and moved on. I don't see why we need to have compensation for every little thing that goes on. It's not a major fiasco like some of the ones we've seen over the course of the season where, yeah, you needed to give something back. Or we ended up getting double icons and, and weird stuff, but this is nothing. Um, not important. Just look forward to getting your longer weekend league for the rest of the the tops run, whatever that one. Just take it on the chin and move on. Yeah. While we're on this topic, they did fuck up Phil Foden's team of the season card initially. They put him out with incorrect stats, which they promptly corrected. And, um, changed his composure and reactions, which are two pretty fucking important attributes, in my opinion, yeah. on a card. Um, and I'll say, too, that Phil Foden, I haven't played all of my weekend league yet this week. I've played half of them. I'm probably going to hop on and play a few more and just get to 11 and stop. But Phil Foden has out-jumped, out-muscled, out-played team of the season Diaz and flashback Varane almost every other game. It's just ridiculous what that card is doing. Um, I don't. I don't think he's available anymore. But if he is, go get him. I don't think he is though. Really good card. But uh, if you guys don't have anything else, we do have a whole laundry list of questions and hot takes to get into, and that's going to take up the rest of the show. And I'm really excited about some of these. You guys have anything else you want to add before we move in? No, Foden's still there. Uh, we've got another two days left on him, so by the time this is out, you'll have a, another day and a half to nice. um, to get him done. I don't even know what he costs, but he is giving me fucking problems this weekend, for sure. Um, first thing we're going to talk about is a question from one of our sponsors, Toshenmacher. Thanks for sending this one in. He says, now that EA will drop the name FIFA next year, and due to the fact that the FIFA has announced they want to team up with a dev studio to make a new FIFA franchise. Is that the time for 2K to step in? This is a Mets question, I think. <laughs> um, th th there's, there's a hint of desperation about communications coming out of FIFA, the organization, Seems since this way. news broke. Um, they're putting out all the right things in terms of saying whoever makes our game, it will be the best game. And I'm just like, you guys, I've got no idea what you're letting yourself in for going up against EA. If no one has been able to challenge them in the last 15 years, they're not suddenly going to do it now when you're asking for like several billion a year to use the, the, the FIFA license. And 2K generally have made um, a good living out of making games that EA didn't want to make or the ones that EA weren't, you know, back into the hilt. Um, I think they'd be crazy to to try and do a football game with the FIFA license. I don't think they would pay the money that, that FIFA are asking for. Um, the gaming community is a lot smarter now than it has been in the past. Well, more informed, they'll know that EA's game is still the FIFA they want to play, even if it's not FIFA in name. Um, this won't apply to you so much, Hunter, but perhaps... Paul will know where I'm coming from and a lot of our listeners in the UK will know where I'm coming from with this. But in the mid-2000s, um, very popular game over here called Championship Manager went through a very similar uh, phase where they dropped or had to leave behind their IP title, Championship Manager itself, went to um, a different company. They carried on making the same football management simulator under the name Football Manager, and maybe for the first year there was a little bit of competition there as people were a bit confused. 
a year later, that was dead. Championship manager was no longer a thing and everyone bought football manager and continued to do. It's one of the highest selling PC games of all time, year on year. The same thing's mm. going to happen here. People way better informed about this than they used to be. They'll continue to buy EA's game as long as it's relatively good because there's no competition. And you know, unless we see something from these free-to-play guys who have got stuff in the pipeline, I don't think anyone has the financial muscle to go up against EA to make a triple-A football game with or without the FIFA license, to be honest. Even Konami can't do it, so why would someone start from scratch and try now? Yeah, I was going to say, not not in one year, for sure. I mean, there's, there's a few other ones, like Goals Games, I think, is still being developed, and, and there's a another one that was announced, but it, and I would not have put that announcement for that other one. I can't even remember what it was called, but uh, I'm trying to remember. Anyway, it didn't look, I was not impressed, but I don't know, Paul, if you have anything that you want to add on this one. Yeah, it's one of those, and it? it's like with MMA, you've got UFC, that is the the premium brand the place that people go to watch their, you know, where all the best fighters go, where all the people go watch. And it's the same with FIFA. You could call it whatever you liked. And if it continues being the similar game to what we're playing now, the customer base will be loyal to that. It'd take a, a lot to get people to move over to a game, even if it were called FIFA 24 or, you know, it, People are, I don't think people are bothered about the name. They're bothered about the game and the content and, you know, all that. And people are far too addicted to FIFA to start going looking elsewhere. Uh, I mean, I don't really care about the name change and I'm not loyal to any particular game or brand or company. I mean, they could call it Paul's Tits for all I care. If it was responsive and fun, I would play it. Not, yeah. not that I'm saying I want to play with your tits, but I would. They're not responsive. But fun, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I was going to keep going, but I'm going to stop. Um, Don't you believe well, me? <laughs> <laughs> Paul just lifted his shirt up, flashed the camera. Um, moving on to our friends at South End Zone Podcast. That's a f- college football podcast that a friend of mine runs. He says, now that FIFA ended its relationship with EA, who likely takes the lead on foot in the future? And is there an off chance you can come back to college football? Well, we just answered the first few questions and a chance of me coming back to college football. Probably not. Um, I think college football is dying, but this isn't a college football podcast. Next question. What's the most useful gameplay related FIFA video you've ever watched on YouTube? Paul, do you have one? Can you read that question again, please? What's the most useful gameplay-related FIFA video you've ever watched on YouTube? This Ooh. is from Foot Sovereign. I don't think there's necessarily one, because lots of people are good at different different aspects. But, um, you know, I like watching pros. Um, Tom Lee's, I like watching him, seeing what he's up to, seeing what works trying it and then realising I'm not that good and, um, you know, trying to dumb it down a little bit for myself. So I like watching Tom Lee's. Um, who else do I like? I don't I don't consume much gameplay content, if I'm honest. Uh, but, yeah, I do like Tom Lee's. Harry Heskell's always fun. Danny Aaron's is original, not necessarily informative with regards to gameplay, but always fun. Yeah. He's pretty good. Matt? I don't watch a lot of gameplay videos, if I'm honest. What I do watch is um, streams a lot. Um, so sometimes watch FIFA for a bit of entertainment. So I watch someone like Pugzilla or um, Flying Pig United. He's a YouTuber, but he does some streams, but his is more of a comedy thing then you're not going to learn a lot of good gameplay from them but it's a great stream to watch for fun when i want to see what pros are up to i watch joxan on um on twitch um he has a very grindy year-on-year approach he seems to play 442 every year and does it really well so i like to see what he's up to when a new promo comes out to see how that affects the meta that he runs um 
and he tends to play 4-4-2 with the wide players on their strong foot. So like Neymar, who you would normally use to cut him from the left, he'll play on the right, etc. that kind of thing. And he does it really, really well. Um, but I don't watch gameplay videos on on like YouTube and whatnot, unfortunately. That's not for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to do it a lot when I was kind of a noob at FIFA, just trying to learn a little bit more about the game. But honestly, the the stuff that really resonated with me last year and this year was some of the stuff that Steve put out in the Foot Academy. One in particular was the one about space. I don't know if you guys remember that one, but it really, and it's obvious stuff, small stuff, but passing the ball and receiving it and running into space instead of just trying to yeah. run where you want to go, go where they're giving you you know space to move. And yeah. it's a basic concept, but we lose track of it because we get so laser focused on just trying to go forward, forward attack. I mean, that's the American way of playing FIFA. It's, it's narrow, it's direct, it's no it's holes barred. It's, yes, it's, it's annoying at times, but if you can just go into the space and annoy the fuck out of your opponent, you can easily beat them and catch them out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, was, the space video. That was a really good video, actually, that one. I, I, you know, I don't yeah. remember much. I think it's my age, but um, that, that video, uh, what a real good one. Um, and the left stick dribbling one, actually. Um, Shout out to Wild got, Alien. Yeah, we got quite a lot from that one. Um, but yeah, streams are something that I watch more than YouTube videos. I watch bits of trading stuff um, on on YouTube, but but streams. Like watching Dylan's mm. stream, even though it's not very good time-wise for me, but I put that yeah. on when I can. Dylan's always good. Yeah, um, it just doesn't line up really with the times. Yeah, and Gorilla. Well, Pompeo wants to know who is the best team of the season player and why best one you've used. We'll, we'll, we'll shotgun through this real quick. We'll start with you, Mets. Raspadori. He's still unbelievable. Raspadori. Um, the pace uh, for getting away from those slow ass Van Dykes and, and Diaz's and the five star weak foot in the box. Everything flies in though. I must say since Goalkeepers like Allison have become super common. It's a little bit harder now. He does make some unbelievable saves where any other keeper be- that came before him didn't yeah. from Raspadori, but he's still uh, my favourite one that I've used and was a very cheap SBC. So uh, that one's going to come into its own when the Serie A team of the season comes out and you'll get probably perfect links to uh, Skamaka and Berardi, no doubt, from Sassuolo. That'll be nice. I can actually... Use them in some slightly different teams then, but yeah, big thumbs up for me that one. It's uh, brought me a lot of joy, and well, I've only had it two or three weeks. Racked up probably the best part of three hundred appearances with that card already, and a lot of goals. So, really wow. good card. Paul, Rasper who? Raspadori. <laughs> I, I, I regret not doing that one actually, but for me, and it is an expensive one, so it should be good. But more Salah. And the reason why he's so good is finesse shots. It's he's a bit broken, really. Remember at the beginning of the game where um, keepers they had to patch finesse shots because of the animation. The game was so much more fun, though. It was, and that's it. why Salah is the best team of the season because he's brought that back. And Son on the right does the same. So if you're not taking long-range finesse shots, because it's not just those two guys, it's it's really, really good with, with most cards. Um, but yeah, Salah is just unbelievable. Got me out of the shit numerous times this weekend. Yeah. I haven't used a ton of Team of the Season cards, and none of them have really stood out to me, but I guess the one that, that really has saved my bacon more than once is Cancelo at the back. I mean, I use him as a left mid in a three five two or the left back in a, in a four back formation. But so many times I would have got caught out and he was just there waiting for that pass and just cut it out for me. I didn't have to do anything. Um, really appreciated him in several games. So he's just really expensive. I mean, it's crazy to think that he's still over a million for a fullback a week after team of the season started. I don't know. Maybe he'll come down. Maybe he won't. I don't know. Still shocked that we don't have a special Mindy card, by the way, to throw that out there. Yeah, I think that'll come during La Liga, maybe. But um, Cancelo, um, I stopped attacking down that 
that side numerous times this weekend just because of how good Cancelo is. He's one of those cards that you just... You can try everything. You, you can take the ball around him, he'll catch you and get it back. He gets the tackles in, his positioning's always bang on. And I conceded quite a few headers from Cancelo this weekend as well, which were a bit... Um, which is new. <laughs> that must really suck. <laughs> oh, it did really suck, especially when it's, um, you know, super tight games and somebody just lobs one in and Cancelo's there. Um, and it left mid coming in at back post and nodding him in. Oh, yeah. it, it, trust me, it could be worse. You could get, Phil Foden was putting his ball sack on Varane's forehead. I know I mentioned it earlier, but I'm going to say it again. Do that fucking SBC. You won't regret it. Um, Moving on, the real Cambo, he says, who is your most capped player this foot? Mine is Gold Messi with 633 games. He's been in my squad since early December as an untradeable. Only just replaced him with team of the season Bernardo Silva. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the term capped, isn't that a national team term or is that? Yeah, it is really, but. But just we'll, we'll yeah. call it starts, right? Is that what he's We will hold it against him. We will hold yeah. it against him, yeah. Yeah. I'm full of soccer knowledge. Um, soccer? That's because you get a cap <laughs> when you play for your, your national team, cricket, football. Do you, still, do you get in football? Okay, like, a, like a ball cap? Yeah. Yeah, you get a yeah, cap. Yeah, still get them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's very old-fashioned, but yeah. Well, at least you do well, his, it. Well, I don't know whether other countries do it. His is gold messy with 633 games. I think we already know who mine is, but Mets, who's yours? Uh, we had this chat a couple of weeks ago. I think we did. And this card is, is so far removed from what I use nowadays, but um, right at the beginning of the game, I, I packed an untradeable one to watch Hakimi, which for the That's first right. six months of yep. the game was just was just there Correct. with Kempembe and, and uh, Donnarumma, who I also were packed untradeable. So my start to the game was very PSG-orientated. But he doesn't get a look in now, unfortunately. Um, unless uh, we get some sort of like themed um, friendly mode where I need lots of league on players, he'll come back in. He won't be adding to his like sort of 700 odd appearances that he currently has. But it's a shame we get to this sort of stage of the year and there's so many good cars that come out that you won't play more than a couple of hundred games with, which is a bit of a shame. You won't get that chance to sort of build that, um, that legendary club icon story with one of these team of the season players because we'll, we'll get over them very quickly whereas if you get one of those really good cards at the start of the game that's you sorted for months then and you can really build an affinity with that card but yeah mm. he's he's in the dust at this point done and dusted Paul mine is Ginola Ginola um, fucking or Granola as he's known on the podcast yeah Granola um, he has got 900 and 907 games. Um, nice. Yeah, he was there for quite a while. Um, probably longer than he should have been, really. But he did a job. Were decent early on in the game for me. I packed him early on as well from Rivals Rewards. So that, mm. were, that were nice. Wow. I think you'll see that one come back when League and Tots comes out. People will need that card and it's still pretty usable. Uh, yeah. Mine is obviously gold. N'Golo Kante with 1,315 games. Fucking He's hell, still in the starting 11. I am a degenerate. I can't help it. God damn, that's a lot of fucking games. Two more questions before we get into hot takes. Ash1983 says, could EA be any more desperately obvious in their attempts to get people to buy FIFA points? Full Bundesliga team needed for the objectives, and magically, a Bundesliga pack shows up in the store. All while EA know people have drained their clubs. It's disgusting how much EA try to bleed their loyal fan base dry over the course of the year. When I moved to Belgium and found out when I moved to Belgium and found out they banned FIFA points here, I was a little upset, but now my bank balance is truly thanking me. Hope this changes when EA don't have to pay FIFA every year. Hmm. Okay. I mean I think you see this kind of shit all the time throughout the year. I mean all last week, we had two different special packs that were titled something different, but they had the exact same contents in the packs, the exact quantity, the exact everything, 
except the price was different for FIFA points. One was like 300 and one was 800 FIFA points for the same fucking pack with a different title. I, I, I don't, don't get me started on the practices of, of EA shithousery, but it's all a fucking scam. If you go in there and you're buying FIFA points at this time of the year, if you're not doing it for content, you're wasting your money. That's just my take. I don't know where you're at with that, Matt. I agree. Um, I think the the question has a very sort of anti-capitalist slant to it, which I, I don't particularly agree with. I mean, yeah. they are there to make money. and you No know one's forcing you to go do it, right? Exactly. And you listen to a podcast like ours. We like to try and keep you all informed on what, what's the best sort of foot forward on these things. And you know, we did tell you BPL's coming out first because they want to drain your club. Everyone's gone BPL, which means they're going to have to pay to get anything else now, unless you're a really good trader. It's every year, man. Like, if you don't know by now and you don't listen to us, then we can't do much more to help you, unfortunately. I think it's perfectly fine. I've got no problem with it whatsoever. Got to have a little self-control, a little discretion. Paul, I know, I know you got some feelings on this. Yeah, if... If you don't want to buy it, don't buy them. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a, the EA Sports are a business at the end of the day, and you know they're trying to sell you stuff. It's it's up to you whether you buy it or not. Yeah, and you know it, EA get a lot of stick for a lot of things, but you know you can't blame them for trying to market packs and market market stuff towards us. Um, you know some of the packs that we've got in the store. I, I wanted to mention this earlier. Um, the Bundesliga pack has got a 35% chance of packing a team of the season and it's a Bundesliga pack so you're only going to pack a, a Bundesliga team of the season I think it's 125k pack uh, you don't get many cards in it but those percentages are, are high so you know we could say well they're just trying to get you to buy more packs but you could have to buy ultimate packs to try and pack a Bundesliga team of the season. You'd have to spend a lot yep. more coins on those yep. trying to pack a Bundesliga team of the season than you would buying the ones that have got a 35% chance. Um, so, you know, they do get some stick and they do, you know, I don't like the way they do it sometimes. I think they do sort of try and milk people's dopamine like you know we, the people are people get addicted to buying packs it is a gambling um yeah yeah that, that's game. a different complaint though the whole but, how yeah. they get you hooked to, to opening packs and stuff if you don't like yeah. that I, I don't blame you but but you don't have to you don't have to buy the packs i can't blame yeah. them for trying to get you to you know in, yeah. in, and in some not, respects they're making it easier for you to get a bundesliga team for objectives because they've got absolutely. a bundesliga pack yeah, if you're not after Bellingham and Nkuku specifically, every one of those cards is reasonably attainable for this stage of the game. Don't know what, what more you want from them, to be honest. Yeah. But this is the yeah. most accessible team of the season ever. Yeah. And Nkuku is accessible if you've been sensible with your coins and not... Well, he is extended. Not, wa- yeah. not, well, not wasted him. <laughs> not wasted him, do you know what I mean? You can... Yeah. A million and a half coins in a lot. In, in the grand scheme of things. Yep. That's, I've been taking your advice, Paul. Whenever I go on my breaks or whenever I know that I'm not going to be playing competitively, I just sell my team. I just go liquid. I don't have to worry about anything. I don't trade. I don't have to worry about it. They're sitting there waiting for me, and I'm ahead of that, those price drops every time I come back because I don't have to worry about it because I'm liquid. So it's a really good way to do it if you just want to be kind of casual and save your coins. It takes all the thinking out of it. Um, Brad Wilson has asked this question a few times and we're going to answer it now. Finally, Brad asks, where is Steve? And I replied on Twitter, but just in case we didn't see Steve is in England somewhere. And he did pop up and confirm that with us. He is still in England. So there's that hot takes. Doshenmacher is kicking it off once again, hopefully with no um, penis jokes. He says, ooh, this is a fuck, this is a hot take. He would take Nkuku over Bellingham in his reds, Paul. That's cap. That's cap. He's only saying that because he's English and he's a Dortmund player. Um 
Natasha Mack is not a Dortmund fan, I don't think. I know he's shocker. I know he is. That's why I don't like um, Bellingham. But um, yeah, Bellingham's 18 year old. He's absolute beast. That card is insane. Pros were using the future stars. I didn't see many pros using any of the 5,000 Enkuku cards we've had this year. Um, so I'll have to I'll have to disagree with that one. Um, although I've used neither of them yet, but I'm guessing is Bellingham is probably the best centre mid we've got in the game. Mm, maybe, maybe we'll see. Mets, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure I know where you stand on that one. Uh, oh, we'll really? move on. <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe not. What no, do you think? I don't have too much more to add to that, other than it obviously depends on your style of playing and what your requirements are from from a new card, but. I think Bellingham's quite clearly overall the better player, um, but he is more of a, a midfield tank, whereas Nkuku is much more graceful. Um, if he had five star wheat foot, I'd take, probably take Nkuku, but he doesn't. So that is where that card will will stumble. Unfortunately, we are getting to the stage again now where five star wheat foot makes such a massive difference in finishing. But you know, Jude is. An incredible player in real life. It's going to be an incredible card in game. I imagine once they start doing that end of the season stuff, having you know an elite English central midfielder will probably be more useful than one of many French midfielders who are quite good. Hmm. I don't really have an opinion on it because I don't really plan on going Bundesliga, unfortunately. So we're going to move on to Steve Glean from Twitter. He says... In the sole objective, I bought Muller, Diaby, Gnabry, Gnabry, Gnabry. So why should I try to win six games to qualify and a further 20 to get lesser value players? Please rethink qualifying and rewards. Make them all 90 plus so 9 to 11 game winners have a reason to play. Okay, I got some thoughts on this, but I'm going to open it up. I'm trying to look and see who, who looks like they're ready to speak first. It looks like Mets is ready to speak first, or at least Paul's not. <laughs> okay. So it's obviously a choice whether you decide if it's worth your time or not. But you know they can't just give away every elite card because they want to make money. They want you to open packs to get some of them. So you get an enhanced chance at getting something good for free, but you're not guaranteed anything. And if we lived in a world, in Ultimate Team that is, whereby the best players always got the best rewards. How is anyone who's not elite ever going to catch up and be competitive with their team? There has to be a distribution of these cards over a range of skill bases, affordability, all that good stuff. You can just pay to get that card if if you want it, whichever special card it is you're after. Or if you want to go free to play, which you quite entitled to do and many many people do quite happily you're not guaranteed anything but you have a chance it's as simple yeah. as that and whether it's worth your time or not which ultimately is the biggest sacrifice we all make this the the hardest currency we all have is our time right yes exactly so my thing about this is when you use language like so nine to eleven game winners have a reason to play especially the the have a reason to play bit this is the kind of language I would expect to hear from a professional player explaining why he's not doing the objective. But the thing about it is it's an objective card. So a professional player is not going to be doing this anyway. So this is the type of thing that a casual player like myself, probably all of us, most people listening, whether you're casual, somewhat hardcore, you'll do the objective one because you'll have a card for fodder at the very least. And you've likely don't have anything else to grind anyway, because you're a hardcore. Um, I, I, I feel like when people use the language, so we have a reason to play, that speaks volumes about the game that you're playing. Why are you playing it? If you're just playing it for the rewards, I think you need to have a, a sit and a think about your situation, Steve, clean, because you shouldn't be playing the game just to get rewards. That ruins the experience, in my opinion. I don't know if Paul has a a rebuttal to that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly sort of my thoughts, really. I think if I've got spare time to play, I'm not playing for objectives a lot of the time. 
I'm playing co-op because it's fun and that's where I enjoy most of my well, that's, that's the game mode that I, en- I enjoy the most so I play co-op or a bit of rivals even if I get my eight wins I might play a little bit of rivals but um, if you if you need a, a reason to play the game that's not enjoyment you know and I, and I get you know I'm not I'm not having a go here um, no, we'll no. play the game for rewards do you know what I mean we want we want some rewards for playing as well so we can progress our teams and, and be competitive but um, maybe it was just a bad choice of words but uh, better players should get better rewards you know or we'll have a better the, chance of getting better, better, rewards, better yeah. chance of getting rewards mm. yeah yeah you know um, and it is luck of the draw in it I've got decent reds again this weekend some of my mates who got three more wins for me than 11 got not as good you know um, just play it don't get too upset about reasons to play and all that just have some fun and play it. if yeah. it's not fun you're going to be going to be seeking out a, a new team of the week well, sorry team of the season next week anyway so don't, don't sweat what's going on in Bundesliga next week everyone will be changing again and we'll have the, the same problem next week yeah and, and Steve Glean's a long time follower and long time listener of the show good friend of the show always appreciate your interaction uh, didn't Hope you didn't take that personal. I'm just that's that's just our honest thoughts and opinions, and we're always going to keep it 100 right here on Footballer. So, uh, move on to Totter, Footballer supporter. Appreciate that. He asks, or he has a hot take. Says EA should have competitions with age brackets. I'm a I'm, I'm a fan of this. Paul is not. All no, I am all about oh, that. Okay. I'm all about that because Fuck the older yeah. they get, my slow ass. There's fucking no chance against most 13 or 14 year olds who've grown up um, playing this game. And, you know. Hold on a minute. I thought you were at a birthday party a couple of weeks ago handing out ass whoopings to teenagers and young, young, young no, children. No, not teenagers. Like seven year olds I can beat at FIFA, but not fucking teenagers. You should be, like, fu- you should be ashamed of yourself. Kids who, kids who can only just hold the controller, I'm all right with. But kids who are proficient at the game I fucking no chance you should have to play with the controller upside down yeah I'm a fan of this I don't know it would never happen because you, you know there's like discrimination and stuff I don't know somebody would probably get their feelings hurt I don't know if, if Matt has any thoughts on this one I honestly don't understand where this question's coming from <laughs> what, what, what's, what's the benefit of, uh, of having <laughs> age categories you, you want easier or harder games because you think people of a certain age can't play or uh, well i don't get it i, I don't know that he's being 100 percent serious but if he is i could kind of see his angle with the amount of kids that just spam shit and spam shit and spam shit i feel like i'm hoping for the sake of humanity that are we most saying we of think adults, 40 plus year olds play the game the right way and, and teenagers no, play it like I'm, dickheads is I'm that saying, what we're saying i'm saying i'm hopeful for the sake of humanity, that most of your 35 or let's say 30 plus adults playing this game tries to play it somewhat correctly. No am, I, am I just no chance? Yeah, you're no, just fucking you're, chance. You're, you're dreaming <laughs> there, damn. I think. I know some 40 year olds who are right cunts. Right cunts. <laughs> on, on, yeah. this, on this puck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most there's three of them sat Wait. here. I'm, but, I turn know, 40 in December. You don't want to play me in weekend league. I guarantee no, you. <laughs> no, no, no. I will, no, make it. I will drag I you into up. deep water. I will make it as miserable for you oh. as possible to get the hey. win. Because when I play weekend league, I am playing to win. I'm not playing for fun. I'm only, I, I get fun from enjoyment from yeah. winning. But you know, I'm going for the win every time. And if I have to like take it into the corner and hold up the ball with their yeah. course and you can't get the ball, job done for me. The fact that I'm 40 doesn't change anything. It's not going to help you whatsoever. Matt gets more messages in a weekend than I get in a month, I imagine. I bet Matt I get gets a lot of, some I get a horrific lot of, messages. You know, I should have a mental illness by now. Yeah. Right? My, my mental mm. health should be bad, but I, I fucking love it. <laughs> so, so, no, I, I, I honestly don't think, think, think it, it helps anything. If we if we look at the question from a, a serious point of view, the the number of conversations we've had where we've had difficulty in matchmaking, 
Yeah, that would make it and harder. An open bracket of age groups would only be 10 times worse if you narrowed it down to age ranges. You, you just... Yeah. Segmenting the player base even more than it already is. I mean, uh, what's I next? It's necessary. We- and who's going to verify the ages of these people, by the way? We're going to start sending our ID into EA to so I can qualify for a teeny bopper tournament or something. It's yeah. fucking stupid, man. Yeah. They'll just have you sign an NDA. It'll be all right. Um, yeah, I think this is a bad idea for matchmaking purposes. And also, I mean, what's next? We're going to start dividing people up by pronouns? I mean, Oh, where, do, where do we stop? Let's, let's not go there. We're definitely going to upset okay. some people if we talk about that. Steve. Okay. <laughs> JUnit88 from the Discord has a hot take. There needs to be some type of filter to exclude loan cards when squad building. I'm sick of trolling through a couple pages of loan cards to get to the meat. Okay, JUnit, I got the fix. You ready? Quick sale. Every last one of them. Yeah. Done. Don't give a fuck if it's CR7. Don't give a fuck if it's team of the season CR7. Quick sell them. Be done with it. Mets? Uh, largely agree with that. I've got a lot of loan cards that I normally would bin off, but I haven't done for some years. reason. I've been a bit lazy about it. Early in the uh, game. I just think, I'll keep that in case it's handy for a friendly, yeah. but I never use them anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it comes in handy in the beginning of the game, but if you're hanging on to a goal of Trent Alexander-Arnold in mid-May, what are you doing? I mean, let's let's get serious here. Yeah, it, it is a pain, but generally just get rid of them. Life will be a lot easier. Get get rid of loans from the game for me. I, um, True. No, that's a pre-order bonus. We need them to sell copies oh. of the game. They annoy me. I played somebody this weekend who had like five five loan cards in his team, and it's, it, it'd have been less annoying if I'd have won. I didn't, so it was um, slightly you know, annoying. That's another thing, too, that you end up with a shit ton of is injury cards and motherfucking contracts. Can we Hunter. just get rid of all the shit? Hunter, how many times do I need to tell you? Sell them. Sell them. Uh, but what's the fucking point? Because they turn into coins, and with those coins, you can buy players from the transfer market. Ah, coins. Coins. Ah, there's valuable. always an angle. Valuable. Yeah. List those fucking they're contracts not, up. They're not valuable. They're fucking worthless. You get, I end up with like thousands of them at the end of the year. It's And I get it. Yeah, you can sell them. But it, it begs the question, why is there so many? We don't need all of this. Or, or is it the obvious answer? We're just filling packs with bullshit. There you go. There you go. We move. Mm. Let's get away from bronze cards too, please. Um, I don't have anything for this week. That was a quite a lengthy podcast with lots of questions, which I think these are fun. It's it takes a lot of the the stresses of trying to make an entertaining show off of off of all of us, and we just get to interact and and let your voices be heard. So I really enjoyed this pod. I don't know about you guys, but oh yeah, really I appreciate. Love it. It. I think it's it's super interesting to find out how you know people who enjoy our show think quite differently to how we think on a lot of things. Um, you know, we'll, we'll largely have polarizing points of view on most questions that we get. So we're not all singing from the same hymn sheet, but, you know, the the game is as much for you as it is for us. Not everything we say is, is bona fide truth, fact, or, or the right opinion. So, yeah, please keep sending in the questions, and it's, it's good to have something different to talk about and get your views out on the show. Yeah, yep. definitely don't listen to us about most things. Um, you know, we're just sharing his opinions, but it's definitely been fun listening to, to people's thoughts and it's always good to have a bit of interaction with people and not just sort of talk about the same content stuff week in, week out. Um, and I appreciate the questions that people have put a bit of time into send them across. It's always good. Yeah. And if anybody ever wants to, you can always send an audio message and we'll play it for everybody. So if you have something you want to say with passion and let people know how you really feel, do that and we'll play it. Yeah, do that. Just be prepared for a passionate answer. I'm just saying. All right, we got to go. Paul, where can they find you on Twitter so they can follow you? Right foot, W-R-I-G-H-T-F-U-T on uh, Twitter. Very, very, very rarely on Twitch. Right fucking foot. Thank you very much, Mets. 
at Lando Matt on Twitter or Solo and Discord. Or you might kind of see me frequenting at Shauna Games from time to time. Mm. Any progress? We're still there getting on there on your... the pod, by the way. Oh, I don't. I, I forgot to reach out to her when I whacked my head. I kind of did. I tell you, I, I fell and hit my head last week. You did. did I mention that? You got fucking um, CTE. <laughs> Yeah, so everything kind of went on the back burners for a little bit. I just wanted to make sure I didn't die. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try and get her on. We'll see. Chicks Maybe not. stitches. Uh, I don't have st- staples. Seven staples. Staples. One of them definitely penetrated your skull. Didn't even numb it, dude. They just went in. Crack. Mm. Yeah. But I'm fucking tough. You can follow me on Twitter, at the Foot Hunter. You can follow the show on Twitter, at Footballers Pod. That's the show. Come back, give us some more questions for next week. Talk to you then. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.